This podcast replay is brought to you by Cutter's Edge Total Landscape Solutions. With decades of experience here in South Florida, Cutter'sEdge.com provides fantastic results. Call 954-472-0622. What you got, doggy? The hurricane news is out. Oh, it is out. Oh, he said it was noon. And Damn. It is not good. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I mean, it's not football related or anything else, but that. But the NCAA and Miami women's basketball agreed to level two violations in recruitment of Cavender twins. Remember Katie Meyer missed the first three games of the season? Yes. That was off of this. Okay. She was suspended for the first three games of the 2022-2023 season. Okay. Um, Apparently, uh, it did not require Miami booster John Ruiz to disassociate from the school, nor did it punish Haley or Hannah Cavender. Okay. Uh, the Hurricanes begin a one-year probationary period on Friday, and they'll pay the NCAA $5,000 plus 1% of the women's basketball budget. Jesus. They also face multiple recruiting restrictions, including losing some official visits and in-person recruiting days. Uh, the negotiated resolution included the following details agreed upon by all parties. NCAA enforcement staff became aware of Ruiz and his possible involvement with the multiple transfer perspective of student athletes in May of 2022 and asked the school to produce communication between the athletic department staff members and Ruiz. Investigators found that Meyer and Ruiz had been in contact and had discussed the Cavender twins in mid-April. Okay. All right, but do they, are they eligible for the postseason? It says one-year probationary period from starting Friday, so I would say no, right? I don't know. I don't know what that means. I don't know if it's got to say if they're eligible for the tournament or not. But uh, wow. Okay. All right. All right. Katie will get over it. She's great. They'll figure it out. I'll keep reading. It's like a 16 page thing here. Let me see. Yes. And yes, Rosendo, Bobby Wagner was uh, released and, and we talked about it yesterday. I would love to see him in a Dolphins uniform. He had a great year this past year, better than I even expected. Because uh, I, I, I was, like, intrigued. And then when, he, when, they, when, when Sean read the stats, I was like, wow. Uh, Donatel still with the Chargers. We got Ronaldo Hill. Oh, that's right. That's right. But what I mean is he was going to, he's bringing young coaches. And so those kind of – that's what he's been targeting. He hasn't been targeting veteran coaches. So it's pretty cool to see that he's bringing those young coaches in. And it just kind of is the M.O. of what they're doing. Uh, let's see. Oof, there's nothing to do with Ruiz or an NL, NIL violation. Dodge the bullet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you are correct. What else do we have going on in the world of sports? Uh, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, baby. He, uh, there's a new report now that, and this is uh, according to Jamison Hemsley, who's been covering the Ravens for a long time, very credible guy, and Jeremy Fowler, friend of the program, very credible guy, and apparently all of, these are the quotes, all of Lamar's counteroffers to the Ravens in contract talks come with fully guaranteed contracts that exceed what Deshaun got. 
That is scary stuff. I, you got to be an incredibly, you, you got to be stupid to pay Deshaun Watson all that money, you know, guaranteed. But to pay Lamar Jackson also that money, you, you've got to be a moron. And the Ravens apparently aren't stupid enough to do that, which I commend them. But I really, I am so intrigued to see if somebody is willing to be this stupid that they're going to give up multiple picks and a fully guaranteed contract. I don't believe anybody will do it. No, I don't know that anybody does it, but some, uh, I mean, somebody's going to do it. No, no. Nobody's going to give up multiple first rounders and a fully guaranteed contract to Lamar Jackson. No one's going to do that. And if they do that, I cannot wait because, man, my jokes will be running. I, I don't think I will stop killing that team for decades. But I guess this is where I'm going with this. Is Haslam kind of screwed every other owner. Everybody. Every owner. Everybody. So where, who shouldn't deserve the fully guaranteed if Deshaun Watson got it? I know, I know there's the no, Zach Wilson and those areas. I know he, he doesn't, doesn't deserve it. I agree, but he's got it. But, but you So know, now that becomes the, the bottom, right? You start there for your next contract talks. Yeah, but that's where he screwed every owner in the NFL. Yeah, but the other owners will probably play hardball throughout it. They'll probably, well, I put, I put the, the, the bag on it so it won't fly away. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, he, no, what I, what I think is going to happen is that you, I don't think anybody is going to make this move. I think eventually he holds out. I think it gets really ugly. But if you do this, I don't even think Joe Burrow is going to get a, a fully guaranteed contract or Justin Herbert or who's the other guy that also is up now is Herbert? Oh, Hertz. Uh, I don't think any of those guys, thank you, is going to get a fully guaranteed contract. Now, will they have a lot of guarantees? Yes. But I think a lot of the NFL owners are going to play hardball on this and say, no, 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 that was a special circumstance. We're not doing that. That's a stupid contract. We're not getting tied to that. And, and that's it. So I don't expect other quarterbacks to get fully guaranteed contracts. Will they get... A large portion of it guaranteed, like a Joe Burrow? Yeah, I can see that. But could they do something to where the contract total totality is three hundred million, but the guarantee is two forty? Not for Lamar, but I would think for uh for Joe Burrow maybe. Because I mean I get I get not fully guaranteed money, but the guaranteed money's gotta be more than Deshaun Watson though, right? Man, I have a hard time believing anybody's going to give that kind of money guaranteed. That'll be this will be a new era in football if that happens. There's just too many injuries. And it would cripple you because you're talking about giving away 50 million dollar cap space if the guy gets injured. You have no breaks there. You can't replace him and you can't replace the salary. So to me, I I just think that you're going to have teams playing hardball in that sense, and they're gonna say, no man, that, that's not the norm. That was a, an outlier and that was a mistake uh, by, by, uh, by the you know, Browns owner. Yeah. So I just don't think, th- there'll be guarantees, but like, let's say it's a, let's say Joe Burrow signs a $300 million guarantee. I don't think more than 125 million will be guaranteed. Over really? the life, yeah, over the life of the contract. In other words, close to the first three years will be guaranteed. Because that's kind of what contracts are. 
So that's kind of what you're going to get. That's what I think. That you might get three out of your five or six year deal guaranteed on that average. So if you're averaging 45.50, you'll have half of your contract guaranteed. I just can't see anybody saying, okay, Deshaun Watson's getting too far. I get what you're saying about the hardball with the owners in this net, but as an athlete, if my stats are my, I'm better than Deshaun Watson. Yeah. I, I need to be making no. They're all better than Deshaun that, that Watson. Money. I just don't know how hard does it get for. The, none of them have criminal activity in their. In their yeah, no, in, but I mean, then, then how hard do they play back? I guess would be my my next question. Yeah, especially if you're a Burroughs, uh, Hertz has shown that you know those type of quarterbacks, because you don't want to make that. You don't want to get that too no. nasty because. Uh, no, but it hurts. Also runs, so you yeah. you get you know, whew, doggy. That's going to be dangerous. Uh, the Jets would be big O. Uh, stupid Jets would, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. I would love that. God, I, I would love for the Jets to sign Lamar Jackson. That would be so awesome. I can laugh at the Jets forever, and then I can watch the Dolphins beat their asses every year. That would be a lot of fun. That would be really, really cool. So, how about that? And by, by the way, speaking of the Jets, the Jets are also in the news because they apparently one report says they want Aaron Rodgers over Derek Carr. And remember, they have uh, Rodgers' former uh, former coach there working for the Jets, and that's kind of maybe why they want Rodgers over Carr, and that's probably why they ended up bringing the coach over after he got fired over in Denver. And so now you got to get an answer out of Rodgers as soon as possible because these guys are all going to make quick decisions. And there's only a few of those starting quarterbacks, franchise quarterbacks, that are available, literally available in free agency or via trade as in Aaron Rodgers. So the Jets would rather trade away the picks and sign Rodgers over Carr, who you can sign, by the way, straight up as a free agent and give no compensation. And if I'm correct, you're also going to pay Carr less money per year than you are Rodgers, because Rodgers is making 50-plus. And here's the thing. The Jets are doing nothing with Zach Wilson. Now, here... You can't trade Zach Wilson. Nobody wants Zach Wilson right now. Then whoever comes in, if you're Rodgers or, or Carr, are they going to ask you to also mentor the guy? Rodgers is not the mentoring type. I don't know if you want Zach Wilson mentored by Rodgers. I don't know if you want... Zach Wilson's already polluted enough as it is. Do you want to pollute him even more with Aaron Rodgers? And if you sign Aaron Rodgers, are you sure he's going to come back for your second season if the first one is a disaster? And if the first one also is bad with the public and the media, which it could be with, with Aaron Rodgers. And time is running out on Zach Wilson. Like, it, wasn't this his second year? Right? Third, right? He was in with Tua. Was he? No, was the after no it was the year after Tua because he was the second pick in the draft. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Burrow was Burrow. the number one, and two yes. was five. Yes. So yeah. No. 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 So he. This but, is. This is. He's, so he's going into his third year. So think about this. But haven't they already given up on him though? Honestly, I mean. But you point? have. That's my point. That's my point. He's already has two years, right? Yep. So you have three years left. Right now, you're not using the fifth year option anymore. So you have two years left. So how long are you keeping Rodgers in car? And so let's say Rodgers, you keep for two years. So then, what do you do with him in his fifth year? You're gonna you're gonna pick up the you're gonna in the fourth year you're gonna pick up his fifth year option? No, you're not, because he hasn't played. So he hasn't proven to you mentally or physically that he can get the job done. Why wouldn't you? The problem is right now you have to try to stay with him because of optics. And you, you, in order to trade him now, you might have to give up a pick in order for somebody to take him. They won't even give you a pick because you're also paying him number two money. So they're like, well, wait a minute. No, he's got a cap number of whatever. You got to give me something to take this contract on because I don't even know if this kid can get it done. Remember what they had to do with uh, Osweiler? That they had to trade a second round pick and the Browns took it just to get the second rounder. They had the cap space. They didn't care. So they literally bought a second rounder for $15 million. These are the things the Browns do. Wow. So now you've, this is another drama for the Jets. And let me tell you, the Jets, if you're a Jet fan, you had a window years ago with Rex Ryan and, and um, Mark Sanchez. And that window was ruined because Mark Sanchez wasn't good enough. You could beat the Patriots. You could get to the AFC Championship game and all that. You were good enough to maybe even get to a Super Bowl. And, but you could have won it with the right quarterback because you had the defense, you had the line, and you had the running game. You had the main elements in order to win a, a Super Bowl except for the QB, which is the ultimate ingredient and in the straw that stirs the entire drink. And you think about it now, the Jets, I'm not saying the window is as close as that one, but it's a pretty good team. The Jets have a pretty good team that if they get a quarterback, they're going to be able to make some noise. That defense is for real, and they've got the offensive weapons right now. They might be a little questionable on the offensive line with some of the injuries, and Becton can't stay healthy and all that, so that might be a little bit of a challenge for them. But overall, their team is pretty good, man. And now you've, you've got this mess with the quarterback situation. The mess that everybody is trying to resolve every year. The quarterback situation. Knight, thank you for the love on the super chat. He says uh, Mahomes might be the only QB safe bet. Probably. Yeah. So you want to say your young QB, you want, you want your young QB to know the earth is flat. What about having its entire family disowned him? Well, we have the mentor for you, A.A. Ron. <laughs> Basketball Jones says, grateful for Fangio and Ronaldo coming aboard. Still don't know why Pat Sertan left for FSU. Well, he probably wants to grow that way. So he can become a defensive coordinator there where he then can take over and and, uh, and, and become a head coach and then get to... He, he probably feels he can climb the ladder a little faster this way. 
Put it that way. Not only that, but it's a crowded room, right? Because Ronaldo yeah. Hills, Sam Madison, Patrick Sertan. Right. Ronaldo Hills, the passing game coordinator. Coordinator. It, it starts getting a little crowded. And as you said, with the Eric Bienemy thing is you got to start, right? You got to step out and, and make some challenges and make a name for yourself. And he's a recruiter. And apparently he, he must love college recruiting. He must love it because that's what he's going to do now. Can't, uh, you know, we, we can't argue with the heart, man. And if Pat Sertan's heart wants to be in college, he was in high school for a while, so he might, he, maybe he wants to deal with young men instead of grown-ass men that are making money already. Who knows? Uh, what else? Uh, do, 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 do. Lamar Jackson is like Justin Herbert in that they both will wow you with their talent but it doesn't uh, translate into winning games. Winning big games, too. Does it teach anything on dark matter? Brett Dodgers asking Dougie Fresh. <laughs> oh, man. When sports and business collide, folks, we like doing something called the KSDTCPA. Sports Business Report. Interesting. The Knicks, by the way, are reportedly looking for a New Jersey ad deal worth around $30 million, a significant jump from its previous patch agreement with the Squarespace, which ran from 2017 through last season. That deal paid out 15 to $16 million annually, half of what it's going to take the New York Rangers and other MSG-owned teams and assets. They're looking for Rakuten money, a marketing manager told Sports Business Journal, referencing to the Golden State Warriors patch deal of 2017, reportedly worth $20 million annually, a record at that time. Now the Knicks, although it's like the Warriors and the Knicks cannot be compared, but oh, whatever. The Knicks could also be holding out for a deal similar to their neighbor, the Brooklyn Nets, who signed a deal with Weeble, in 2021 worth 30 million annually now they had durant then you think weeble really likes their deal right now yeah they want to wobble the hell out you know so there you go they're going after a big patch and i get it it's new york so it's a big market and madison square garden and and i'll, I'll give them credit that arena's always packed no matter how crappy that team is, or mediocre, or average, or whatever. Always packed, man. Impressive as hell. I will say that, and they haven't been good for a long, long time. I know that at least they're half decent now, but, you know, it's been bad. It's been really, really bad. All right, what do you got? Big O, do you uh, have any wrestling shirts? Nope. Sean has never given me a wrestling shirt. So, what was that? Is that like most of my wrestling shirts? I've never purchased a wrestling shirt. They've all been gifted to me, or you know, when you when you travel and you work with them, they usually give you 
you can go in and you can grab what you know a couple things or whatever and things like that. But I've never personally bought. Well, no, I take that back. I did buy one because I was buying one for my daughter, so I bought myself one. So I've bought one wrestling shirt myself. Not like like you. You go to concerts and you go and you have to, you almost leave every concert with a shirt. I'm, I'm guessing. I'm almost yeah. the way you talk. So yeah, yeah. This is interesting. I, I probably start doing more of that. But the problem with that is that then you have one for each wrestler. By the time, you know, you're you're you're, you're leaving at twenty five dollars a shirt. I'm I'm spending, uh, oh. you know, three hundred dollars on on shirts. Three hundred. Because they got a tour shirt. They got a. a oh no! I see. Got their own one shirt. trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's me at an Iron Maiden concert. Yeah, I'll okay, take that okay. one. I'll take that one. I'll take that one. Do you have any extras? You don't have a. Yeah, give me number two in uh, 2XL. Give me a number three in 2XL. Give me a number eight in 2XL. Give me that hat. I want that uh, that uh, lanyard. And give me, the, you know, yeah, that's that's me at the Iron Maiden concert. Oh. And you too. Greta doesn't happen much because they're, they're, I buy more of their stuff. What's that called? The uh, off market or whatever it's called. Like, not their, like the stuff that they create for their own band, it's not that strong. But everything that's, I don't know what it's called, off-market or whatever, mm-hmm. like other people are making it, it's actually a cooler. And the stuff that Greta makes for themselves. <laughs> it's weird, man. It's like the weirdest thing. So I reached out to Manny to find out more on the Cavender Twins thing. Oh, yeah. They are, they are not, there's no band on them. And, and, and postseason? No postseason band. Okay, all right. And, so. and that's because it happened before the new rules were put in place before January 1st. Okay. And on the fine party, saying probably tens of thousands of dollars, as far as like you know, when they said a percentage of. Well, it can't there. be that much. And um, said, the women's game at UM does not produce a lot yeah, of money. One percent of revenue there. It's like, <laughs> hey, we lose money, dude. <laughs> you owe us, buddy. I, uh, we yeah, got you. I have a hard time believing they're cutting any kind of profit in women's basketball at the University of Miami. Uh, baseball struggles to cut a profit. And they've got a pretty cool thing going on in yeah, baseball. Very good thing going on. Right yeah, now. that 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 that's. You got the, that, the Bash Brothers there again now. They're third in the in the uh, NCAA in home runs already. Yeah, they, let me tell you something. They the home runs are there. Those the and the whole atmosphere they got going on with the food and everything. That that's one of the best deals in town. Did you see a new thing now? No. You can get the shake. You can order it from the app, and then walk up and get it. You don't have to like stand in line anymore. Wow. That is awesome. And then the one thing that he said was, and he wanted to make sure, is the importance is this is the first time the NCAA has handed out sanctions on NIL. Okay. And, of course, it happened to the Hurricanes. And there we go. <laughs> yeah, baby. And if you get a chance, go to The Athletic, read the article. It was written by Nicole. Um, let me see if I still have it up here. I do not. Nicole, I know who it is. Nicole, um... Uh, do, 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 do. I know. I know. Who she Nicole is. Arbach. 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 So how do you say it she there? Does but, a very, uh, she does a very good job. It goes a little more in detail in there because it had to do with. I don't know if everybody remembers the picture that John Ruiz posted with the Cavender twins before the thing. That was the kind of the big details in uh, how everything went down. So. All right. Uh, so yep, there you go. So I don't have any wrestling shirts, and that's Sean's fault. And the other thing is, in the article, it says that right now this is the only UM sport that, that this happened, but there are other NIL things going on. Not necessarily UM, but... Right, in, other schools. Yes, yeah. yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Since this mess started, everybody's not going to be perfect on it. 
Uh, Doug says, Sean, why would a wrestler grapple prefer, uh, prefer to be positioned in the center of the ring or against the ropes and cage? Which is better and why? First off, Dougie, if you're grappling, you want to be near the cage. If you're, if you're doing UFC title, you want to be near the cage so you can use the cage to propel yourself off and things like that. If you're in the wrestling ring and you're putting on a show, you don't want to be against the ropes because then the entertainment value lacks. So I will say you want to be in the center of the ring for pro wrestling, probably more toward the cage if you're a grappler in the cage because you use the cage as a weapon. And by the way, I need to do the close. This has been your KSDT CPA Sports Business Report. This has been the KSDT Sports Business Report. KSDT CPA is one of South Florida's largest and one of the country's fastest growing accounting firms. KSDT is recognized by Forbes as one of the top tax and accounting firms for 2022. KSDT CPA is a full service firm that also excels in crypto. Visit online at KSDTCPA.com or call 305 670 3370. All right, all right, all right. Yes, sir. Uh, by the way, tomorrow is the Drone Racing League. It'll be at Lone Depot Park. 12 of the best drone pilots racing 90 miles an hour through a spectacular aerial course. Can't wait to go see that tomorrow. The NFL's fastest player in the world, baby. Miami Dolphin wide receiver Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I'm saying it, okay? He is launching his all-new DRL tradition, the first flight. So you get to see Tyreek there. All right. Mayor Francis Suarez is celebrating his appointment as the DRL Miami Drone Commissioner to advocate for continuing tech innovation in the Magic City and the post-race 400 drone light show, courtesy of Algorand. I'm a big supporter of Algorand, the leading high-performance blockchain. So there you go. Race tickets, by the way. Uh, if you want to find out more about them, uh, you can go to the website. And you can find out more, and you can get your tickets if you want to go. And you got to park in the West Lot 1, by the way, uh, over there if you want to uh, check it out. So I think it's West Lot. I think that's where they have it. Uh, and go to Drone Racing League so you can find out more, DroneRacingLeague.com, if you want to get your tickets. Okay? What's that? What happened? Brett Dodgers got a shirt idea for us. Big O, you need to do a t-shirt that says, Big O knows wrestling on the front and just ask Sean on the back. Okay, I like that. That makes a lot of sense there. Yeah. Uh, Big O, what's your opinion about Ramsey and Wagner? Uh, I've already talked about it. No on Ramsey, yes on Wagner. Many, many times already, but yes. Uh, what else? What else? What else? I don't think we have much else left, man. We, uh, we might be down to your questions now. By the way, the MLS, do you realize they're starting their 28th season this year? 28th season, and St. Louis is making its debut today, uh, this weekend, and they are the 29th team. Okay, so for people that think soccer isn't growing, they're up to 29. They had 10 teams in 2004. So after the contraction of Miami and Tampa and all that, they were down to 10 teams in 2004. Since then, they have grown the, the league to 19 more teams, 
A 30th team is coming next year. San Diego and Vegas right now are the leading candidates. But they say Detroit, Phoenix, Sacramento, and Tampa Bay are also possibilities for expansion sites. So they've already got their eye on 34 teams probably down the line. Because if they tell you that San Diego and Vegas are the leading candidates, but Detroit, Phoenix, Sacramento, and Tampa Bay also want teams, you're going to pick up cities now. And those are pretty big cities. Phoenix is a good city for it. I like Sacramento. You know why? Because they don't have anything going on. They only have the Kings. And so if you, those are the kind of towns that that works well. Because you don't have the other four pro teams. No other competition. Yeah, you don't have a baseball team competing against them. There, there's not even like college, is there? Sacramento, no. There no. Any colleges there's a university know. there, but it's not, but again, it's nothing. No, nothing to take away, like a University of Miami type thing down here or anything right. like that. So yeah, that's. But it's it's already at 29, going to be at 30 teams soon, and they'll expand even more when you see these teams. Because I, I I believe Tampa Bay deserves a team. I think they're a really good soccer town, and they can be a great soccer town if they get the right owner, you mm-hmm. know, overall there. Phoenix is a big town. That's a great place. Although, I'm, I'm thinking Phoenix, boy, you it's definitely one with a roof. It's got to be indoor, right? Yes. I mean, Guaranteed. you almost want to have that home field advantage, though, in a way. Yeah, no, but That no. dry heat up there? Oh. No, that's too dry. They would, they would be like... Yeah, it's like Vegas. every 15 minutes they'd be doing a break, right? If, if Vegas gets minutes. it, it has to have a roof. Yeah, they'll probably play a reliant. San Diego sure. doesn't need it. San Diego's good without a roof because they they their temperatures are cool and they're they're you know their summers are yeah because really, these are going through the summers. Yeah, they don't have they don't have the humidity we have and all that. So San Diego, like San Diego, well Detroit, you would you don't really need a roof. First month in April, you might get some ugly stuff because it happens because I've seen it in the Tigers. That's true. Baseball, baseball, yeah, they got snow and cold days for the Tigers early on. So that may happen, but that's no big deal. You can get through it. And the summer is not going to be nearly as hot. It'll be hot, but not nearly as bad. In Sacramento, you can get away with the same thing. You're up north. You're you're fine. You can get away without the roof. But Tampa, you need a roof. If it's retractable or not, that would help. Uh, If not, you can play without it. Phoenix and Vegas, for sure, you need roofs. Man, it's already growing to 30 teams next year, 29 this year. So for you anti-soccer people, you know, you're wrong. It is growing. It's becoming a bigger sport. And young people, remember, the rest of us are dying off, okay? The, the future is more for soccer than the, our, our present and our past, you know, that those are the lesser fans of your soccer fans. Like, I'm a freak. You know, 56-year-old and Cuban-American. My God. There aren't a lot of Cuban-Americans that like soccer. Very few. Very, very few. I mean, you look at it overall, a lot of the Caribbean countries, like Cuba's not really big into soccer, neither is Puerto Rico. You know what I mean? You got to go more to the islands like Haiti, Jamaica, you know, the Dominican Republic doesn't care about soccer. You know, they may have. By the way, how cool is it that the Haitian women made the, the World Cup? I got to say, you know, uh, my first two years in my, in my career, I worked at WKAT and WLQY. And uh, I worked with a lot of Haitians and their, and, and their programming. And 
I had such a great experience working uh, with the Haitian community. And when I saw that, um, you know, I got a soft spot in my heart for, for Haitian people because I've had a lot of good experiences with them. And, uh, and good people, hardworking people, family-oriented people. And um, I'm going to be outside, of course, our girls. You got to root for USA, always number one. But I, I, I will be rooting for Haiti, man. I will be rooting for Haiti because that, that country's been through hell and back. They're still in, well, they're not back. They're still in hell. That country's being run by gangs. You know what I mean? There's no organization there. And it's just, it must be hell to live in Haiti. It must be hell. So for those ladies to fight through all of this and qualify for the World Cup, that is such an amazing accomplishment by those women. Uh, I will be rooting for Haiti. I will be. I got to tell you. That is, you can, bet, you can bet the house on that one. I don't know how long, how far they'll get. I don't even know if they'll get past the first round, but I definitely wish them the best. That is so cool. Oscar says, soccer has grown a lot in the Cuban community. Maybe young Cubans. Uh, C. Dola, Haitians are awesome. Shout out to North Miami. <laughs> Frankie says, Junior Fripo from Leeds is Dominican and Mario Diaz from Real Madrid. That doesn't still make Dominicans big into soccer, bro. <laughs> that doesn't matter. Oh, God. Let's see. Um, Big O, Nelson is saying, have you ever had pizza from a spot called Miami's Best Pizza? Oh, yeah, on US-1 by, uh, by UM, right? Yeah, I remember that. Used to be on US-1 by UM near the old Specs Music. Real good pizza. They moved it. It's now on the other side of US-1. Yeah, it's... Um, is, it on, is that the one on 57th Avenue across right under the... Uh, the highway, is that is that where it's at right there next to, what is it, like a chef's place or something? Fat people remember food spots. You know, I never get anybody on the, on the chat board every time I say stuff about fat people and food landmarks. Because well, I'm fat, right? And they all know, right? Fat people can't argue that. Like a fat person can't say, you're a liar, oh. Nobody we, ever meet me at that. the Burger King down by the tree. Yeah, bro. No, nobody ever argues that. Nobody ever argues that. For years, I always, I've always used that. The fat people use food places as landmarks because we do. We know where all the fat, fat food places are that got us fat. Uh, not fat, horizontally challenged. <laughs> Uh, John Gabe, thank you for the love on the super chat. He says, hey, oh, after watching the Senior Bowl, is there any lesser-known prospects that really intrigued you that you would like to see drafted by Miami? God, I got to look at the roster now. I don't know if I have the roster on me now. I, I, here's my problem, John. I, I did not lie to you guys while I was there, and I told you I did not watch practice heavily. You know, I, I was too busy catching up with people and talking and glancing and all that. I, I really would have needed Sean there uh, throughout the week because Sean would have filmed everything and he probably would have given me some, he would have shown me some stuff. Or, hey, look, do you see this, that, or whatever? 
because I was just walking around talking to a lot of people. So I am not a great example of what to, you know, let me see if I, I don't think I have it here, do I? Well, because it was last month, and I think I already put those away, unfortunately. So I don't, I don't think I have my notes here. I don't know if I have it. Let's see if I, let's see if I have it here. I have my notes because I did take some notes of a couple guys I did see that I liked. I don't see it here, unfortunately. Um, Frankie, thank you. He says, "Let's go, Jesus Martinez." Let's go enter Miami this weekend. Let's beat Montreal, man. Would be nice. Huh? Joseph, right? Is the guy? Yeah. I'm going to the Senior Bowl rosters now and see if I can do it that way and then see if it'll, it'll jog my memory. Troy Ortiz is asking if we've ever eaten at the Big Cheese. I have. Oh God, yes. Yeah, I've eaten there a few Are times. Are you kidding me? Yeah. They were they were a sponsor of ours. Yes. But I've been eating at the Big Cheese since I was young, and I uh, I love the uh, the garlic rolls there. Are you kidding me? I had the lasagna when I went. Of course, the pizza too as well, and the yeah. garlic rolls are tremendous. Yes, yes. Um, let me see. Let me see. Okay, here we go. Um, I've got it up. And, and the roster, too. Um, I'm trying to see if I can remember any of these names that uh, I saw out there. Oh, man. This is great radio, by the way. Me going over this and people just waiting patiently and tuning out and dropping while I'm trying to figure out and jog my memory of some of these guys. That I saw. Oh, Cameron Peoples. I love the big running back from Appalachian State. He, uh, he's a bruiser. Not necessarily a big guy, but he can definitely run, bro. I mean, I was, I was impressed with him uh, overall. Um, hmm. Let's see. Ronnie Belkid was lights out the wide receiver. Watching him play. Not that they need a receiver, but he was one of those guys that really stood out to me. Um, trying to think here. Just going through the names on each of the rosters and trying to remember the guys that I liked. Hmm. Oh, um, here we go. I know we're in the in this position. Uh, offensive lineman. The, the guy from the small school. What's his name? Um, by the way, none of the quarterbacks did anything for me. I did not like any of the quarterbacks. Uh, the Tulane kid, T Taj Spears, was fantastic. I like him. A lot. I thought he played really, really well overall. 
Man, I'm trying to remember the offensive lineman from the smaller school that was kind of a, an interesting dude um, that I saw, and, and I think it was on the other roster. Chattanooga, I think it is, right? Was it Chattanooga? That, he's a late-round pick, like a project, and I thought that that dude would be interesting because he plays a little offensive. He plays tackle. And he plays guard. Little raw, but he might be not a guy that I like, oh, my God, he's awesome. Curtis McClendon, UT Chattanooga. I thought he did a nice job showing some versatility, but he's a late-round pick is a guy. He's more of a, he's more of a, um, a uh, project is what I would call that guy. Who's the other guy that I saw that I thought did all right? Um... Uh, obviously, Jawan, uh, the uh, Dewan Jones kid from Ohio State, you know, that, that guy was a beast. But I'm not telling you anything there. That's not really anything earth-shattering there out of those guys. Oh, man, it's, I'm having trouble remembering all the guys, to be quite honest with you. Again, that's my fault because I didn't pay attention as much as I normally would. Next year, I'll probably pay attention a lot more to practice. Uh, and probably next year, we'll take Sean. We'll drag his ass out to the Senior Bowl. But there are a couple guys. I got to remember. You know what? I'll see if I remember my notes from, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll grab my notes from the studio on Monday, and I'll see if I'll go over a couple more again. But I, if you go back, by the way, all you have to do is go back to the shows from the Senior Bowl. I talk about them during the Senior Bowl. Every day, I go over them. Because I had little notes. So you actually, that's the beauty of all of this. You can go back to the, hell, you probably made segments about them. I don't necessarily know if you made that many segments about because usually you, you talked about it on a, like it might be included passing. in one of the rants. Yeah, well, because you're talking about something else. And you're like, oh, and speaking of that, we were talking about. Yeah. I, I remember the UT Chattanooga guy now that you brought him up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's, go look at, go uh, listen to the shows from the Senior Bowl during that week, and I talk about it. The second day, obviously, no, you don't want to listen to the first day because there's nothing there. It's the second day and the third day and the fourth day that you want to listen because then that's where I'm going to tell you about guys that I saw the day before. That's what you want to do. Uh, let's see. Oh, there might be some hope for the Panthers. Uh-oh. Chris Drieger. Dreger, remember Dreger. him? yes, the goalie. He's been placed on weaver, uh, waivers. I almost said weavers. <laughs> on waivers by the crack. Dreger on weavers. Dreger's on weavers. Dreger weaver. Uh, so, okay, Chris Dreger. All right. I have no idea how good he played or how bad he played or whatever, but. He was a guy. Listen, when he was in golf for us, he did some stuff. He did At all right. Those certain, you know, those little games that he did for us. He did all right. He did all right. Oh, have you ever seen Sean eat at the Big Cheese on US One? I've never seen him eat at, at at the Big Cheese, but if he said he's eating at the Big Cheese, then he's eating at the Big Cheese. Fat people don't lie about what they've eaten either. We 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 take pride in what we eat. Okay, even if it's a hot dog on a roadside uh, gas station. Seven Eleven. I had one yesterday. You had one from Seven Eleven. Two chili cheese dogs from Seven Eleven. That's probably what happened to you last night. Maybe. Maybe it caught up to me. I was good up until... Uh, <laughs> what's with this show and hot dogs? Gas station hot Hey, dogs. no, you didn't, feel what I, you didn't feel what I felt, bro. No, no, Thank no. the Lord. 
I just think my my. Thank the Lord you yeah, didn't feel no, what no, I no. felt. I've never felt that, brother. It took me over a week to get back to normal again. Over a freaking week after I had that damn hot dog, I swear it was like ten days. Ten days that like my system was like okay back to normal again and it wasn't reacting still. It's probably for every day it was on a little spinner. <sighs> Jesus, dude, it was bad. <laughs> Oh man, that was that 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 tore me up. That was that was pretty bad. That was not acceptable. Where is the market, by the way? How bad is it? Twenty three thousand one hundred and thirty. So it's gone down like another seven hundred dollars. But let me see. Let me give you a little nugget here. Uh, Ada is at thirty six and a half cents. What a steal! Adam is at $13 right now, a terrific price. Not a steal, but a good price. V-Chain, it was over $0.03. Cents. It was like to 3.2. It's down to 2.78. So it's under three pennies. It's at two and three quarters of a penny. Let me tell you something. The Asian market is coming. They are, the Chinese and the Japanese are infusing a lot of cash into crypto V-Chain is going to explode. Chinese retail now will be able to invest in their own, and V-Chain will be that. Uh, so that is a deal right now. I'm just telling you things I would do. I am not a financial advisor by any stretch, just a guy that loves crypto. Um, Polkadot, under $7, I'm buying. You know, I've gotten it much cheaper, but in the 6 660 range that it's at now, it is cheap. Gala is a steal still at 4.1 right now. It's just barely over 4 cents. It went down at as low as 2. I got it down in the 2 cent area a bunch, but I would buy a bunch now in the 4 cent area with no problem. Deal, deal, deal. Algorand is down to 25 cents right now. I think that's a steal. Mana, Decentraland, very, not a steal, but a very good entry price at 66 cents right now, down 4%. These are really, really good. Really good deals. Really good deals. By the way, again, not a financial advisor by any stretch. Remember I gave you guys in August Aletheia. Artificial intelligence, it was under a penny. It got to nine cents. It's now at the five cent, five and a half cent range, I think. I wonder if it's gone down a little bit more now because of this, uh, of this little dip here. Okay, it got it. Went, it was when I told you about it in August. It was under a penny. Okay, and it got to nine pennies. You were able to nine time your money, or eight, at least eight eight plus times your money. Okay, and Aletheia now, even with the dip, is at five and a half cents. Okay, even with this dip, it, it won't go any lower than five and a half cents now. When it got to nine, it's gone down to five. Not too back under a penny. Back to five only. That's been their floor. And and so think about it. You could have made your money or you could sell right now and still make a lot of money. And you like to find those. They're high risk. Okay? But I'm going to go high risk again. Okay? I've been telling you about Star Atlas for a while. And Star Atlas is still under a penny. And Star Atlas is getting their mojo back after the whole FTX collapse and all that kind of stuff. They are now adding more stuff to their 
their their platform. I think it's going to be one of the greatest games that's out there, and the metaverse and gaming is going to explode in the next bull run. And I love Star Atlas, and I got a bunch of Star Atlas. Super risky, super risky. But this is how you make your money when you, if you hit the right one like I did with Aletheia, and you nine-time your money. Is that all right when you nine-time your money? It's half decent, right? So Star Atlas is one. Now, again, not a financial advisor. I'm just telling you what my crazy ass is doing and what I like. There's another coin that I got into, and it's under a penny, and it's called Jasmine. And it's right now over half a cent. It's at 62. Okay? So it's way under a penny right now. So you think about it. If it gets to, a, if it gets to 1.2 cents, you will double your money. Jasmine is Japanese. And, it is, and, and, and Japan and China now, their governments are allowing them now to invest in crypto. They're opening up. They're creating crypto hubs. They're, they're getting smart. A lot smarter than we are in this country, unfortunately, because we have stupid people in our government. Jasmine is considered the Bitcoin of Japan. Okay? It has, uh, it, 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 uh, it, it specializes in private storage. It specializes as money, as a coin. Uh, travel, 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 travel Rama, travel... Travel something, um, damn it! Most of you know uh, this company. Uh, I tweeted it out yesterday. If you follow me on Twitter, you'll get some of these things ahead of time before I even talk about them. Uh, uh, Travala, you've heard of that? Uh, Travala, the uh, the the travel site. Travala. Well, they they t they just teamed up with Jasmine. No, Travala. Travala. Yeah, this is it right here. See. Shavala. Okay? And they've, and they've got 178,000 people following them on Twitter. They've just teamed up with Travala, where you can actually pay for your, your travel with Jasmine. Because Jasmine's also a, you know, um, money at the same time. And I think this is a coin that's going to explode. And especially in Japan, it's going to explode because it might be one that's going to be used as currency inside that country, and it's going to be used as currency for other... And they do other things. they got a blockchain. they got all kinds of stuff. It is a, a very interesting company, and it's run by two Sony executives. And those two Sony executives have cut deals with Sony already. They cut deals with Toyota their technology and AI is inside the Toyotas now, okay? And Jasmine, okay? Let me just give you a little, a little nugget here and digging, and digging some stuff for Jasmine as I'm, as I'm uh, trying to figure all this stuff out. Um, J&A, which is their, their, their letters, uh, apparently, Apple, Siemens, Panasonic, Canon, Honda, Mitsubishi, Nissan, etc. JNA services are all brands with embedded devices and AI tech. So their partnerships with JNA, who provide the tech for these other companies. Just telling you, okay? I mean, I, I kind of try to do my homework with all this kind of stuff and see what they're tied to and who owns these companies. 
these two Sony executives left Sony to create this. And then they turned around and went and cut a, a, a deal with Sony right away. And with Toyota alone. And then I mentioned all these other ones. Jasmine, you could lose everything. Okay? All right? Just like I told you with Alethea when it was under ascent, you could lose everything. Or you can make a lot of money, one of the two. And Star Atlas, for me, is the same way. You could lose everything, or you can make a lot of money. But the thing is, when it's under a penny, you don't have to put in a ton in order to make a ton. And that's the beauty of it. And that's why, you know, it's nice to invest in a coin that's $3 or $8 or $80. That's a great coin. It's great to invest in a stock that's $150. Like, let's say Tesla went down to 106 but how many shares can you buy at 106 How many shares do you buy uh, with $106 when it's under a penny? When it's at just over half a penny. Okay? Again, super high risk. Like Aletheia, it was high risk. It was under a penny. It went to nine. We hit a home run. I've been on Star Atlas for a while, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting patiently. I think 2023, the back end of 2023, and especially 2024 for us that hold Star Atlas, I think we're going to enjoy ourselves big time. Jasmine, we'll see. We'll see. The bull run's about to start when it starts. I think the bull run's going to start far east before it starts here. I think it's already starting in the far east. And I think J J Jasmine is going to be part of it. So, again, I am not a financial advisor, so please go seek real financial advice to other places. I am just a dude that loves crypto and loves to be into it. Yeah, um, Jonathan, you're Sheba's, um, you're two years behind, bro. I, I talked about Sheba two years ago. I made my money on Sheba. And so did others, and you know, I'm still, I still have my Sheba, but that's, that's old news, bro, old news. So I'm just trying to give you something that I am freshly into in Jasmine, and I, I just find it to be a very intriguing coin with a company that's got a ton of potential, led by two powerful individuals that are very well connected in, 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 uh, in the Japanese culture. And they have obviously a lot of ties to these companies and they're already, you know, their technology is already advancing to, you know, deal with them. So I'm just saying, you know, those of you that went on with the Aletheia ride with me, you know you're loving me, okay? You know, you know that if you got into Aletheia, you're like, dude, thank you so much. And I'm not saying that's gonna happen with Jasmine or with Star Atlas. But I'm just telling you, I love those two, and they're super dangerous, they're super risky, but they are low caps, so they can double, triple, quadruple, 10, 20, 40, 100 times over, 1,000 times over they can go. Seriously, you know? Think about it. If you bought 50,000 shares of Jasmine under a penny, it's just over half a penny, whatever the math is, Think about if each of those coins can go to a dollar, which it can, by the way. It's got enough room to go, grow easy to a dollar. So, just saying. Just one of those things. But anyway, there you go. Those are uh, 
Yes, it is Jasmine, J-A-S-M-Y. Yes, you will see a, um, it's an orange logo. Let me see if I can, before I get off the air, just in case if any of you are interested. By the way, you can get it on Exodus. Those of you that I've been telling you about Exodus and, and Treasure, on Exodus, you can actually get it. What you do is you purchase, you know, uh, Litecoin or Soul or whatever, and then, and then swap it. And you can do something like that. Um, let me make sure, let me give you guys the logo, so that way you know what the hell you're looking for. Here we go. Put Jasmine logo and it doesn't come out, but you put Jasmine crypto and it comes out. Do they see that, Sean? Oh, I haven't. I'm a little delayed there. Like that? That's better like that? Right there. There you go. That's the logo. You see that logo? That's Jasmine. Again, super risky. I'm just telling you. But this is where I like to come in and take a chance with something like this because what we did with Aletheia we hit big, you know, you hit big. You put 100, you got 900. You put 1,000, you had 9,000. You put 10,000, you had 90,000. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it was, whatever you could afford, you, you nine times that bitch, you know? And, you're, and by the way, you should have taken your profits and your investment, and now it's a five and a half, and you leave it there, you, you leave the rest of it there, and ride the rest, and you're, you're, you're home free, man. The rest is like cake that happens from there on out. Uh, Big O, do you, do you think the Dolphins do a uniform switch this year? I don't know. I have no idea. I would love it, my brother. Love it. Uh, what? I can't trust you, Big O? <laughs> you can trust that what, what, I, what I sell, what I endorse, what I am doing, you can you can count on that I'm doing it with you. So if you lose, I lost too. You know what I mean? I took my chance also. And I risked it and I lost it. And hey, shit happens, man. You know, but I'd love to tell you guys about these kind of things before, you know, everybody, the, the, the AI stuff, it's all now, right? Everybody talk about AI? I was talking about it in August. Nobody was talking about AI in August of last year. I was the only one telling, hey, there's this coin called Aletheia. Aletheia Artificial Intelligence Token. You know, and it's really weird, and people are like, oh, what? And now it's everybody's talking about Aletheia. You know, everybody's talking, it's all over the damn place. So before people start talking about Jasmine, I'm going to tell you about Jasmine now. Okay, just like Star Atlas, before people. You know, got, I, I don't even know if Star Atlas still has really caught on big enough yet. You know what I mean? But that's, this is what we have to do. You know what I mean? You can invest in great companies like Cardano and Ethereum and Polkadot and Avalanche and Optimism and all that. But they're, they're already advanced. Maybe Optimism, not as much as those. Optimism is a great investment. And, and these are going to grow over time. With I have no, I, I have you know investments in all of those, and I have total confidence in those. But I love hitting on the shib. 
early. I love hitting on Aletheia early, right? And we've hit on those early. I've told you about those. We're two, we're two for two on the high-risk ones, okay? We told you about SHIB when it was at six. It got to 91. Six to 91. I don't know how many times that is, but that's a crap ton of times you turned over your money. And then I hope you sold it at the, po at the top, and then obviously it's come way down. But it's come down to 12 and 13 where we got it at 6. You know that the money I still have is doubled sitting there. And I'm waiting for it to grow again because I already got my profits out. I already got my investment out. Uh, you know, I I'm, I'm fine. I'm going to let the rest ride now for the next bull run for SHIB. Star Atlas has not made its run yet, and it's under a penny. And, uh, and what's it called? And Jasmine has not made its run yet, and it's just over half a cent. So that's why I tell you, okay? We hit on SHIB, we hit on, on Aletheia. These are my next two high-risk coins. But again, you must have patience in all of this. You gotta hang in there and let it grow, and eventually when you hits, take your profits, take your investment, and then leave a portion to ride the rest and enjoy it. Okay, so there you go. That's my, uh, that's my crypto bro show moment for you to end the show. And uh, we uh, thank the great Larry Schlossberg, Pat Nasto, Tony Stampone, all the great people out here, Mr. Zinn, of course, for being a proud sponsor of our program. We love it, as always, for, I think we're going on 13, 14 years or something. It's something ridiculous. We've, I, I got to go back and check. It's all the way back to uh, when we were at, uh, at um, 640 Sports, man. It's been a long, long time, and they've been really, really good to us, and we appreciate them. Uh, we thank, of course, that man right there that makes it all happen every day. I love this guy. Love working with him every single day. Sean Stanley. What, what do we got? Did I miss something? Oh, yes. Monday, that's right. Monday, we're at Hialeah Park, 3 to 6. Instead of Thursday, because where am I all week starting on Tuesday? I'm at the NFL Combine. So we'll be at the NFL Combine all next week. Uh, we'll be back on Saturday. Uh, we'll be broadcasting from there Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then we'll be heading back on Saturday. Maybe I'll do a, maybe I'll do a crypto bro show on the road from Indy. You never know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of crazy like that. How you doing, baby? And so uh, you never know. But next week we'll be at the Combine. We'll have all kinds of uh, nuggets and information. I will try to unearth as much as possible. I appreciate all of you out there. Thank you all for supporting us. EJ Barro says, I trust Big O's crypto boiler room in Hialeah. <laughs> EJ Barro says, that's a 1,500 plus return. Yeah. We knocked it out with SHIB. We knocked it out. We told you about SHIB early on, and it blew up. We told you about Aletheia early on, and it blew up. And I'm just saying, these are my two next, next high-risk coins that I'm in on. And, you know, I, I gave you the other two. If you wrote it with me, you made yourself some money. I hope that uh, we make money again this time around. You know what I mean? Hey, listen, if you wrote those other two, you have more than enough spare change to put a couple bucks in each of those. Put it that way. If you won money with me on Aletheia and you won money with me on SHIB, investing a little in Jabs Me and, and Star Atlas is not going to do you anything. You'll be fine. 
You'll be fine. And it could become one hell of an investment. That's all I'm saying. So is, uh, is Jazz getting back in funding from Toyota? Uh, if so, may not be as... No, it's not, it's not a funding from Toyota, sir. It's, it's a partnership where they're feeding technology to Toyota, that they're using their technology. That's the idea, my friend. No, there's no funding. It's, uh, it's they're like Sony is using their technology. You know, Apple will use it. Siemens will use it. All those big companies out there are going to use their technology. That's what it is, my man. So there you go. Anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, big O, do the Finns bring back AVG? I hope so. I hope so. I'm a big AVG fan. You guys know that. Anybody who watches this show knows I'm, I'm a huge Andrew Van Ginkle believer, man. I just think he's been underused at times. That's been his problem. All right. I'm out of here. Thank you, Sean. Thanks to Larry and everybody else out there. We'll see you. Uh, I probably will do a show, uh, a crypto show tomorrow, too. So we'll have a little crypto action for you. Y'all be good out there. Much love. See you tomorrow.